Hello, hello. You are listening to Choosing Power. My name is Elena and I am your host. So I feel like this time of year, there's such like a huge emphasis on romantic partnership. And I had mentioned, I think in the previous episode that I love Christmas music and I do. I 100% do. But bitch, all that music about having like a significant other, someone under the tree, that shit is low-key so annoying and I don't know I'm just kind of annoyed with the emphasis on that and I feel like for the longest time I've had this idea of like when I have my person everything's going to be perfect and they're just going to know all the things be able to read my mind etc etc but like that's not likely that's not going to be the case like that's not possible I mean you could have someone that does pay attention to you and loves you and all those things, but there is going to come to a, like, I have to get comfortable with the idea of having to explain what I like, explain what I expect and vice versa. And, you know, be okay with things getting uncomfortable, especially when it comes to boundaries, issues you might have with your partner, or if you have disagreements, like disagreements are going to come up and, you know, you have to be comfortable with getting uncomfortable with that partner. And, For today's episode, I wanted to talk about letting your guard down, especially because if you've come from any sort of background, like where I've come from with abuse in any way, shape, or form, it's a lot harder to let down your guard, but also I feel like we have to unlearn our defense mechanisms that we have. And some of these defense mechanisms aren't super obvious, like, you know, we're so used to doing them on autopilot that we don't really realize the extent of how toxic it could be to our lives or how it could be affecting a relationship that we're in, whether it is with a romantic partner, whether it's with friends. And what's interesting too is lately, some of my friends that are in relationships, the people that are close to me that are in relationships, um, at least in healthy relationships, hearing them, witnessing having their problems, it's very interesting, especially because growing up with all the people, all the adults in my life, or at least like my, the parent figures in my life, none of the relationships are healthy. I'm not gonna sit here and like, you know, that's their problem, not mine. But I've never seen a good example of a healthy relationship. And it's pretty likely that that wasn't the case if you do come from a background like I do. And I feel like lately, you know, I'm 24, friends around me are my age, a little bit younger, a little bit older, and I see a lot of healthier dynamics where things do get hard and they do have their tougher times and all that stuff but it's very different you know me being self-aware and kind of being in a space where you know that's not exactly my problem but then hearing my friends talk about it and me being in a place where I'm like wow like it's just a I'm gonna unravel a little more so I feel like a lot of people well this is I heard this and I can't remember where exactly I heard this from, but someone said that like, if you're in a relationship, you do not go to your single friends to complain. Why? Because, I mean, depending on the friend, depending on their intentions, likely their intentions are good and like they're on your side and they want to see the best for you, but depending on the type of person they are, they're probably going to push you to leave that person depending on the dramatics and all that stuff behind it. You don't want to talk to someone that doesn't understand where you're coming from. 
in a general sense. Like, I'm not trying to call anyone out just saying that. And it makes sense. But I feel like there are some people, like, that could be single that can understand the whole situation and they're not going to quickly say, like, oh, well, you should leave him or you should leave her and leave them and blah, blah, blah. Like, no. And I feel like I'm a very devil's advocate kind of person. Like, I could definitely see both sides. And, you know, listening to my friends talk about their dynamics with their partner and, like, the issues that they have, but still being able to see and and be like, no, like, I know my partner loves me and we're working on it. It's just, like, we're hitting this block and we're having a hard time. I think it's so interesting, too, because, like, me, people mirroring that to me and being receptive to that kind of makes you think like okay okay I'm gonna like walk you through my thought process so there's also another saying that I've heard and I think people say this a lot is that when you see or what is the actual phrase if someone else is getting a blessing like something good is happening to them that means God's in the area like God is like your next type of thing I guess we could think of it like Santa like Santa's in town if someone else got their gift and you didn't get your gift you know that's that I kind of think of things like even little experiences like that me being receptive to it means that there's a possibility of it being in my space now it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be in a relationship in the near future type of thing but the fact that I'm seeing dynamics and watching people talking about their own defense mechanisms without really expressing that that is their defense mechanism or maybe not even realizing that in the dynamics of their healthier relationship where they are self-aware enough that they don't want this to go south but you know they're kind of expressing the issues and I'm like whoa like there's the world just opened up a little bit more where I'm seeing it a lot more. Like, people just so happen to be repeating similar things to me. And I'm like, what the heck is happening? And we all have defense mechanisms. Like I said, this could show up in your romantic partnerships. It can show up in your friendships. It can show up in any relationship that you have. And I'm obviously not going to name the person that this was or what exactly happened and I'm only sharing it because I know the place that I was in when I was in a headspace where I was on defense 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 and you know when I was growing up I I'm not going to go into details but like shit was rough and I had to figure out a defense mechanism to keep myself safe to stand up for myself in the way that I thought was best and my defense mechanisms one of them was being very cold all the time. Like, I was very quick to, I guess, be mean, be shady. And I feel like I touched on this in previous episodes. But it really showed up when I was arguing with my parents. And I was very quick to, like, blow up in their face. But they were also... They would also go to the extents to push those buttons and kind of get me there. So, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying they were right. You know, that's just how the shit played out type of thing. And in my relationships with partners, I remember, I think I don't remember like our arguments because I don't really think that's productive. And I don't think any of us or at least partners from like high school type of thing. Like, I don't think that's the place that most of us are at. I would like to think that. But I do remember when 
I did feel a little too vulnerable or I felt like I was wrong and maybe I didn't want to accept that I was wrong, I would quickly go in defense and kind of throw something at them like, okay, then maybe we should break up then and just cut it off there. And I, I feel like I even did that with some friends, like to some extent, but I would just quickly detach and let it go and say like, okay, we could break up. Okay, we don't have to talk anymore. Okay, fuck you. Okay, this. Okay, that. You know? And I witnessed someone in my circle, you know, she's in a healthy relationship with this guy and I love them both. Like, I feel like they're both amazing. I think they're both good for each other and we're all like around the same age and, you know, we're still young. It's not like we have our shit together and I don't expect anyone to have their shit together. And I feel like both of them being who they are, they're very hard on themselves, like not on each other, like within themselves. And she basically expressed something that she said to him. And I was like, girl, and I, she knows I would never judge her, but I was like, girl. And I, and I only said this because I knew, well, I knew that she would be receptive to it. One, but two, I even told her, I was like, that was me. I hear you. And I I basically told her straight up, like, that shit needs to go because that's something that we had to do as a kid growing up, like, in our household because that's what kind of helped us, you know, divert the attention from us to them or um, put aside the emotions and kind of put up the wall, basically, like, really wall ourselves up from all that bullshit. And she said this to him and... You know, thankfully, he's also in a space where he kind of understands where she's coming from and he comes from a similar background also. And I quickly was like, you need to let that shit go because, first of all, why the fuck are you even saying that when you know you don't want him to leave, first of all? Second of all, why would you say that knowing? Like, everyone knows that that's not what the issue was about. And the issue that they had was, like, very simple, like... It didn't seem simple because, okay, let's talk about it then. I guess we'll talk about boundaries. There's so many boundaries that you're going to have to set with people, whether that is your friends, your significant other, and it could be like the littlest thing. It's not super serious. It's not meant to be like this huge, big thing and this whole scary thing. Like, no, I don't like when people show up unannounced. I'll just say that because I think I was thinking about that recently, but anyway, I don't like when people show up unannounced. I don't, I would like mental preparation. I'm not saying you can never come over, you know? And I'm just saying that because Hispanics fucking take everything to the next fucking level. But that's another thing (laughs) for another time. I feel like when we come from these households and environments that are always really combative and, you know, you're not allowed to set a boundary because you're the child and whatever that is, I'm really sorry. There's like some sort of construction in the background and I need to record this episode and I don't know what the fuck it is. So I am sorry if you do hear in the background. But anyway, coming back to my train of thought, when we come from those type of environments, we would try to set a boundary, maybe express a feeling or something like that. And quickly we were thrown with something like, oh, we're disrespectful, we're ungrateful, we're this, we're that, and a third. And you know, it felt unsafe to set a boundary. It felt unsafe to express our feelings. And in turn, it's pretty likely that we don't know how to express our feelings or how to set a boundary. And then 
when you have someone else in the picture that could have come from the same background or similar situations, it's very likely that we take everything personal because that's how it felt when we were kids, you know, and I'm, I can't even imagine like some of the stuff that like other people say to their kids or whoever your caretaker was and whoever that abusive person was in your life. I know I've heard some fucked up shit said to me, but, and it was said to us, but I've said this in multiple episodes and I think you'll hear this a lot. None of that is really personal. Like it says more about the way that they feel about themselves, but because we were kids hearing that, or at least in the situations that I'm talking about and given the situation that I'm speaking about, hearing it as kids we always took it personal. So as adults, every time someone sets a boundary, every time, even people that don't necessarily know us that well, when they set boundaries, when they express something, constructive criticism, and I mean, we all fall on a spectrum of how personal we take it and how self-aware we are, we take it personal. And especially, we're not that super self-aware of like the things that we have gone through and how it affects us now. It's pretty likely that we take it personal. And I feel like I basically watched them They've gone through the same things. They don't know how to set the boundaries with each other. And it's not like they don't love each other. It's not like they don't want to be in a better place. And they are in such a good place. Like, they, I literally watch them. They love each other so much. And, you know, I watch them kind of tiptoe around the subject, but they don't know how to set boundaries. And there's no good examples of how to learn how to set the boundaries because it's not like their family dynamics really know how to do that or at least knew how to do that when they were growing up. And, you know, I say all that to say just to be more self-aware of the defense mechanisms that you do. And, you know, I was always really combative when people did set boundaries with me and I, or not always, I feel like when I was a kid and especially like towards my parents, I was always really combative and it's not like they really set boundaries that made sense. They were just fucking looking for drama essentially, but when people did set boundaries in other settings, I definitely took it personal. I wasn't super combative, but I did take it personal. And I would make it about myself and think like, well, what did I do wrong? Why am I not good enough? Why am I this? Why am I that? And I would fucking spiral thinking about all the things, me, 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 when that's not the fucking case. Maybe that person just didn't like the way I said something. Maybe that person needed a little more from me and work. Maybe that person didn't like the way that I spoke to them. You know, whatever the fuck it was. It had nothing to do with, like, me as a person. It's not like they said, like, oh, you're a piece of shit person. No. That is okay if someone doesn't like the thing that I say, whether I meant it or not. And whatever the situation is. And the reason I'm bringing this up, too, is given the holiday season. We have the holidays this week. I'm stressed, personally. (laughs) And... You know, I brought up mirrors for Thanksgiving just because that was the holiday coming up. And I think it's definitely something to be aware of, not just boundaries, because I feel like we could talk in circles about boundaries forever, but to think about the defense mechanisms, because that's kind of the way that you're reacting, especially on autopilot. If you are, and I mean, depending on the situation, if you are a little more combative, do you want to keep being combative and That word, I feel like that word, not that word specifically, but I was always labeled as aggressive and angry and all those things. And 
that's not who I am. I mean, I could definitely be intense sometimes depending on what's going on. I definitely can get agitated pretty quickly depending on what's going on and depending on how much I'm dealing with and bottling up and all that stuff, but I'm not an angry person. Anyone that sees me on a day-to-day basis, I am all smiles because I am happy. I'm happy to be where I am. I'm just content, right? Like, I'm just not an angry person. So, I guess think to yourself, too, when you do have these defensive moments, if you are combative, whatever the word is that sticks out for you, the first thing that you think of, think to yourself if you want to be labeled this way or if someone already labeled you this way, do you hold on to that label? Do you use that to describe yourself to other people? Does that fit your narrative? Do you want that to fit your narrative going forward? Because I feel like when I was doing this inner work and I was talking it out with my channeler and even other people, I think I've talked about this before, I was always labeled as petty, aggressive, angry, shady, like all these, some were jokes, some were not. Um, And, you know, I think about it or she told me to like, really think about it and say like, do I want, do I agree with that? No, I don't fucking agree with that. I mean, like, given the situation, if you want me to be petty, maybe I'll be petty. But even then, like, I have no fucking time for that shit. What am I going to be petty for? If you have a place in my life, you have a place in my life. And if you don't, you don't. Peace the fuck out, you know? Um, maybe joking. But, like, no. I'm not an angry person. I don't walk around fucking miserable. I am mostly happy. I have my moments where, you know, shit annoys me. But we're human. Not everything is going to be perfect. This drill in the background is driving me insane. But anyway, I guess my piece is to set boundaries if possible, if you need to, and just be more aware of the defense mechanisms that you have. And I think we could go a little deeper into defense mechanisms. I think I'm more concerned about a defense mechanism that is thrown outward. So I, if you were like me, like if you were a little more combative, if you are more reactive, whatever that is, be aware of that. If you are quick to say something specific, whenever you're in like a tough situation, be aware of it. Take note of it. Ask yourself, why do I say that? You know, why do I avoid being vulnerable? Why am I saying this to avoid a confrontation if I'm not confrontational? You know, whatever it is. And especially with the holiday too, I mentioned mirrors before. If you are spending the holiday with people that you aren't the biggest fan of, I do hope that you find something to hold on to. What I used to do when I was spending holidays with people I didn't really want to spend holidays with, at least while I was in this more self-aware space, I basically try to make a game out of it and look for things that are making it more enjoyable. If you have wine, if you're a drinker and you like wine, don't get too messed up, but, (laughs) you know, enjoy the wine. Even if it just tastes good, like this wine is really good. If you could harp on the food that tastes really good, you know, this food is really good. Something's playing in the background, the music, the show, the movie, whatever is on. Focus on that. If you want to be glued to your phone, be glued to your phone. All I want you to do is choose peace. 
in these situations. If you aren't spending the holiday with people you don't like and you actually enjoy the people you're going to be with, I hope you have an amazing time. And just try to mirror the best possible version that you can. I know that's a lot easier said than done. It's not like I'm... It's not like it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy at all, especially when people are trying you. If you have people that, you know, make slick comments and all that shit, it's it's definitely difficult, but I know you all can do it. You're all in this space. You're all on this journey with me, and all we could do is try our best. So if you do get combative, fuck it. Just don't fight. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not condoning anything that fucks up your peace. We're not doing that. And if you're alone this holiday season, whether it is your decision, whether it's not your decision, I really hope that you are super cozy and enjoy it however way you want to, however way you can make that shit happen. Or if you just want peace, I hope you find that peace, even if it is just sitting in bed, cozied up, you know, I think everything happens for a reason and solitude is a beautiful thing if you can make it a beautiful thing. That was a little bit of a rant, but I hope you all enjoy this episode. I am sorry for the background noise. I don't know how bad it's going to be. Um, I wish this mic was a little bit better, but it's fine. We're working with what we have right now. Um, if you do celebrate Christmas, I hope you have an amazing Christmas. If you celebrate Hanukkah, any other holidays, I w- hope you have an amazing time. I really uh, wish you all the best. Sending you a huge, huge hug. And yeah, have an amazing week regardless choose to have an amazing week and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.